0: Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 85. It is Tuesday, August 15th, 2017. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's going on, everybody? Hey, thank you for joining us on Facebook Live. Um, Before we get started, we wanted to offer a moment of silence to the victims of uh, last weekend's uh, Charlottesville uh, terrorist attack. Uh, but at the hands of neo-Nazis and Klansmen, um, one victim uh, died, uh, it was Heather Heyer. So we want to offer a mo- brief moment of silence, and our thoughts are um, and well-wishes and prayers are with uh, the victims at this time. All right, and uh, yes, once again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, today we got a bunch of bunch of cool stuff to talk about as per usual we're going to be getting getting into some fan theories fan theories from some uh from some of them um, some movies television shows comics you know all nerd culture goodness and magic as per usual
1: of course yeah that's what else would we talk about
0: i know right well <laughs> i mean we could talk about politics and you know taxes you
1: know, and well we ain't talking about <laughs> goddamn politics
0: yeah, but um, but yeah, I know this is a topic that I know you've wanted to touch on for like the better part of a year.
1: Possibly, yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is. I just think they're great discuss- I think it opens great dialogue.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I have my my own misgivings, or rather, criticisms of fi- fan theories. Just fan. Yeah,
1: shut down about it. That's why
0: it took so long just to talk about it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I mean that. I mean, just call it what it is. Well, well, you don't. Well, here's the thing. You you don't have to lay that all on my feet. I mean, it's not. I'm not the sole reason why we haven't touched on fan theories. I mean, we've had you know more interesting topics to touch on. It just so happens that way.
1: There were a couple of episodes we had no main dis main discussion. Y'all just didn't want to do it.
0: I mean, well, I mean, you don't.
1: Y'all hated strong.
0: I mean, don't blame me. You can blame uh, our former co-host Arison Maurice for that. You part of that too. You're trying to throw me under the bus for 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 no reason. I see you. That's what I do. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> but anyway, uh, with all that said, uh, Carl, what have you been up to this past week?
1: Okay, of course, of course, you know nothing much as always. Uh, it's been pretty. I've been pretty low key for a while now. Um, I've been working on the uh, on the Codex mixtape. I'm hoping to get that done at least by Rhode Island Comic Con. So okay, just have that ready for you guys. Um. So this past Friday, it marked the uh, forty-four years of hip hop. Mm. So um, Google went ahead and celebrated this. I probably I should have told you. I should have told you about this, but mm-hmm. I just didn't. So um, yeah. if you went onto Google's Google's homepage this weekend, they had a special. They had the Google logo done up in hip hop graffiti art. Yep. And then you actually press play on it mm-hmm. on one of the O's. That was shaped as a uh, vinyl record, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, a short video featuring Fab Five Freddy, mm-hmm. and he's discussing on August ele- on August 11th, you know, the exact date, yep. and it just started breaking down, talking about the history of hip hop, how hip hop began with Cool Herc, uh, with Cool Herc doing the um, doing the parties over on 1520 Cedric Avenue in the Bronx. Word. So. Um, yeah, he was just telling. He was telling the story, and then how he would take the break, which was the instrumental part of the um, of a record, mm-hmm. and he would play the same record on two turntables. Yep. So then, and that would extend it, so that would give the breakers a chance to dance. Hence the title. Hence the name breakdancing. Mm-hmm. It'll give the MCs a chance to you know start rapping over it, yep. and then next thing you know, hip hop was born.
0: Oh, there it is.
1: So then, after the video. It kind of went into, like, this little, like, DJ. It's like, I guess you want to, it's not an app, Mm -hmm. but it was like a game where it would play, like, various um breaks Mm -hmm. of different records. And you was able to mix and scratch and stuff. So, I mean, me being a DJ, I was having an effing ball.
0: Mm, That's pretty dope.
1: Oh, yeah. It had, like, you know... The Big B by Billy Squire, Ashley's Roach clip, um, Stay with Me featuring, you know, Stay with Me by Devar, DeBarge, which was um, sampled by uh, Biggie's One More Chance, mm-hmm. um, Between the Sheets sampled by Biggie for Big Papa, yep. um, More Bounce to the Islands by Zap, like, it, and it, it was just fun. I wish they still had it up because I would have like demonstrated it. Mm. It would have been like a nice little code extra, and I would just demonstrate it. It was that fun.
0: Wow, that's what's up, man. That's fresh,
1: it was. Yeah, it was like I remember. Uh, shout out to Justin Case. He said, "Listen, if you put, if you played with this today, you had a good day."
0: Wow, man. See, I wish I knew about that, man.
1: Yeah, you can still catch the video. Somebody made, Somebody caught the video on YouTube. Oh, shout outs to Wild Man Congo. On the, by the way,
0: hey, how's it going, who man? Who says
1: my t- my top five favorite rappers? Dylon, 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 and Dylon
0: because I spit hot fire. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, you know, actually, uh, Dave Chappelle actually met Dylon recently. Really? Yeah, he actually met him in person. I saw that on uh, on the interwebs. Yeah, he did like a brief like uh, video clip, you know, introducing him.
1: You're gonna have to like send that to me.
0: Yeah, I, I will. I'll pull it up somewhere. All
1: right. So yeah, I got I got caught up doing that this weekend, and then also um, I got on I got onto a new app uh, which is called Grio. Mm, okay, okay Grio app. It's a uh, video-only social app to have, basically you can have real conversations about culture and um, current events. Mm. Um, it was created by three black st- black um, Stanford graduates: uh, Elizabeth Davis, Trey Kirkman, and Brandon Hill. Um, unfortunately, it's uh, iOS only as of right now. Sorry, right.
0: Mr. Android user. Typical Android discrimination.
1: Watch it first. Go to iPhone, man.
0: iPhone can kiss my ass.
1: Why don't you get one and you would be like, "Well, I retract my statement to iPhone."
0: Listen, man, yo, I Androids have bigger screens, much more user friendly, and you know
1: this is very user friendly. And there are bigger iPhones. This is the seven. You can get the seven and plus, the seven plus, and it's much bigger.
0: Y'all ain't messing with the with the, with the Android Samsung Galaxy S five. Y'all ain't messing with that. Or the S6 or the S7. You are oh you're due for like eight upgrades by now. I'm good, man. I got the latest uh, io. I got the latest. Uh, 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 what? I mean, I mean, that's You got was, the latest. What? I got the latest upgrade. The latest software upgrade from okay, my I thing. Do too. My operating system upgrade. I mean, I do too. That's cool. I... Your screen is still smaller though. Who cares? How can how can a how can a phone? Not have a back button on the on the uh, actual bezel, man. Come on, now.
1: Yeah, it's on the screen. Boom, just went back.
0: See, that's, that's not as intuitive, though.
1: Yeah, it is. Nah, yeah, it is.
0: you're just close-minded again. I'm not close-minded. Listen, Androids <laughs> are the Send shit. In your ways. Whatever. See, then.
1: even my, even even Congo says
0: iOS, iOS, iOS. Nah, Android all day, son.
1: Why do people like repping cell phones like they're fucking <laughs> I That's something I never understood. Even back in the day when people would just be like, yo, I got... net." Well, if you had a Nextel, you was the shit.
0: Oh, yeah. The I chirp chirps.
1: I, man, my credit got approved and I thought I was
0: balling. Oh, man. Back in the day, man. Like early 2000s. That chirp, chirp. Man. Oh,
1: man. I thought I was the shit. Yeah. And then, you know, people be like, yo, I'm Nextel. Man, I got T-Mobile. You know what so I'm like, I got Sprint. You know, Sprint brought out Nextel. But yeah. like... I don't know. It's just something I never understood, and now today is just iPhone, son. Young team Android, what up?
0: Yeah, phone check, homie. <laughs> I hated
1: know. Sidekicks back in the day. I never had one.
0: Me, me too. Yeah, Sidekicks was a pretty had a pretty decent run. It did. Yeah, it
1: did. I can't lie, but yeah. yeah. So um, I'm gonna be getting on. Uh, so I got onto the uh, Grio app. By the way, that's what we was on. Yeah. And um, so I think like it, I'm just gonna have discussions.
0: Oh, what's the Grio yeah, app? Yep. Yeah. Huh? What's the Grio app? Let uh, me
1: just explain that to you.
0: Oh, so yeah. I mean. So
1: like, you can like post a question. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all video, so it's catfish free. Okay. And you can just say, "Hey, what do you guys think about?" This episode, this week's episode of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and people can join in in discussion and they actually and you can have like back and forth conversations with many people okay. regarding that one, regarding your one post.
0: OK. Hmm.
1: So I got into I got into it. It was from um, a comedian, a comedian, a Christian comedian named Kevin Stage, who's actually
0: hilarious. Oh, he is he actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah I, I know. I know a few about, about his videos. Yeah. Mr. Atheist likes Kevin on stage. I'm not an atheist. I'm agnostic. Same difference. No, it's not. I mean, well, okay, maybe it is, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I know I know about his videos. Yeah,
1: yeah. So then he posted up. Uh, what was the what was the best um, '90s R&B song? Mm-hmm. I said Poison by
0: Belva DeVoe. Well, that's actually the '80s, though, isn't it? No. Was it 1990? Yeah. Wow, I keep thinking it was like the late '80s, like '88, '89.
1: No, no. Okay. It was 90 it was 90 possibly
0: 92. Nah, it was definitely 90 cuz I know it was on the guy's first album. Album
1: of DeVoe song Poison, not guy.
0: No, what wasn't 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 Poison on guy's album? No. No, I'm thinking about another one. You're um, thinking I like. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> that and, was 80s. And Merry-Go-Round. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. So.
1: I'm Puerto Rican. Is that the same? I and mean, way too many bomb RB songs in the '90s. Mm. Of
0: course. Oh yeah, I mean, the '90s was just an excellent time. I mean, Casey and JoJo, remember them? Jodeci. Jodeci, yep. they're still Jodeci to me. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's all. The, that's pretty much all I've been up to, other than what's going to be uh, the main topic. Okay. What the hell you been up to.
0: Uh, the hell have I been up to? Uh, just, uh, just taking things easy. Just, uh, watching movies as per usual. Um, you know, doing, doing a little bit of reading here and there. Trying to catch up on my books. Um, uh, saw a couple movies, uh, this past weekend. Uh, one of, one that I highly recommend for any of you comedy fans out there. It's Girl's Trip. Chick flick. No, not actually, it, yes, it's a, it's a chick flick, but. But, uh. Girls Trip is an awesome movie. I mean, if you're a fan of Bridesmaids, then you'll definitely like Girls okay, Trip. Okay, because
1: I like bri- Bridesmaids was hilarious.
0: It, it was hilarious, and so. in, and Girls Trip is definitely is is in a similar vein. Uh, Girls uh, Girls Trip is uh, uh, d- directed by uh, Malcolm D. Lee, who also directed the Best Man films, Best Man, Best Man Holiday, and this film stars uh, Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Tiffany Haddish, who is hilarious in this movie, and she, oh, she's, she's on the come up. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. She is
1: on the come up. Like I know she was she did a re- uh episode of the Breakfast Club recently. Yeah. And she had her, like a re- she had like a real like Yeah. deep backstory. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I watched that interview that she did on the Breakfast Club. It was it Vic's was on deep.
1: the come up now. Like he's watching the Breakfast Club hey. and he's the bash shot. Char- well, he still kind of does bash mean, even if he's starting to come around a little bit. I mean, towards the-
0: I mean, I give. Hey, Breakfast Club has good interviews, man. You cannot dump on their quality of interviews, you know, and their guests.
1: Did you watch the Real Side Chicks in Charlotte?
0: No. Uh, you
1: may have to watch that one just for
0: a laugh. I mean, I mean, that, that's like there's just a bunch of reality TV skeezers. They're just contributing to the dumbing down of America, man. I don't, I, I don't need that in my spirit. Which
1: is true, but the simple fact that Charlemagne and Little Duval roast them
0: and i mean yeah it was,
1: it was actually rather entertaining
0: all right i'll take your word for it but uh, it was more it
1: wasn't even it was it was they don't even on the on the youtube link they don't even call it an interview mm-hmm. they call it a roast
0: okay well um i'll 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 take it under advisement as to whether or not i'll watch it but uh if they
1: roasted Ann Coulter, you'd be down to watch it hell yeah all right.
0: but but anyway uh girls trip uh also stars regina hall uh huh. oh love her too she's she's a underrated actress and um and she she plays a a woman named uh named ryan who's uh whose whose husband is is a guy named stewart played by mike coulter Luke luke cage oh yeah or carl lucas and, um, and, appara- and you know, uh, Regina Hall's character, she's a keynote speaker for the Essence uh, Music Festival, and uh, she she and three of her friends, uh, aforementioned friends, decided to get together and go down to New Orleans to have, some, have a fun-filled weekend uh, filled with, uh, you know, good times and ratchetness all around. And uh, and the whole film is just it's just hilarious from top to bottom. Like the the four the four main ladies have such excellent chemistry. Um, also, uh, Kate Walsh is in it. She plays um, uh, Regina Hall's uh, character's agent. Uh, Kate Walsh is also in Private Practice and Grey's Anatomy. Okay, um, and she's like she she has she has some hilarious uh, zingers here and there too. Um, as I mentioned before, Tiffany Haddish is like the breakout star of this film because like man, every scene she just killed it. She was just straight up unbridled Id, Id just straight raw like she just kept it she she didn't keep it 100 she kept it 200 like throughout all of her scenes like like there were scenes where she's like uh there was one scene where she was threatening to to like like she was threatening some dude uh which i won't i, won't, I don't want to give any spoilers but man some of the shit that she says and she gets away with man it's just like damn you don't want to be on her bad side or even mildly okay side but
1: right. i'll check it out on a date or something
0: yeah, it, it's it's worth it. Like like it like the writing the writing is good. Um, like pr- plenty of uh plenty of like nice dialogue and zingers here and there. Um, the 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 pacing is also pretty good. Even though it's it's a two hour comedy, there's not a slow moment in it. And also, uh, Jada Pinkett is hilarious. She plays like a, uh, a mother of, single mom of two kids. So she's oh, more of so like. Oh, so
1: she's like that mom yeah. type character.
0: Yeah. She's like very matronly and she dresses like a mom and then she's like trying to mother her, the other, the other, uh, three in a group. Um, also mm-hmm. Queen Latifah, she plays a gossip columnist who's trying to get a scoop on, on, uh, Virginia Hall's character. So that kind of breeds some conflict throughout the film, uh, yeah, like, yeah, this was so kind of
1: like the best man holiday because T. Diggs tried to get a book, tried to get some stuff out of um, Morris Chestnut. Yeah. Just so he can get a book out of him because his publisher wanted that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Kind of like that. Yeah. So, kind of that element is kind of shared between those two films. But, yeah, man, Girls Trip, I just had a blast, man. I was like laughing all the way throughout the film. I will definitely add it to my collection. Um, I Which reminds me, I should add Bridesmaids to my collection as well. I've been, you know, I've been forgetting to do that. Um, you can get it used, cheap. No, oh yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a great it's a great comedy. Um, yes, it's a it could be a chick flick in the sense that it stars four four ladies, but it's a great God, film. Really said that. <laughs> but but it's it's a great comedy. Check it out. Girls Trip is still in theaters. Watch it. Um all right. Yeah. And uh, and uh, besides that, <laughs> I, I did al-
1: hear good things about it. So I'm like, wow.
0: Yeah, man. By all means, Victor approves. Yeah, I. Approve. Victor hates good shit. I don't hate good okay, shit. Okay, sorry, not
1: good shit. He hates fun shit.
0: I don't hate fun shit. I mean, a girls trip is a fun film. I he, mean,
1: he's starting to come around. The other guys,
0: girls trip, mm-hmm.
1: Breakfast Club interviews. I mean,
0: listen, man. I mean, I'm not. I'm not all dour. You start.
1: You start. You start um, rocking throwbacks, man. It's a wrap.
0: Throwbacks. Oh, come on, is this 2004? Come on
1: now. Hey, that's my favorite hit. That was my favorite fashion trend.
0: Throwbacks. Really loved them. I mean, throwbacks were dumb, expensive too back in the day, yeah, man. They were. Yeah, they sure were. Yeah, but I uh, had
1: no car, but yeah, I was wa- I was a fresh ass walk. I'll tell you mm-hmm.
0: that. I bet you were. But uh, but yeah, besides that, I also saw another big f- jerseys too. Yeah, they were those jerseys was huge. They were mad oversized though. It was like oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. I had a Magic Johnson. I went past my knees.
0: Wow, that's, that's like maternity maternity wear. <laughs> it man.
1: really was. It really was. This girl I was dating at the time she put it on, and Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you certainly like them big. But the other film that I watched uh, was, <laughs> <laughs> but the other film that I watched uh, was was a film that came out earlier this year on Blu-ray and DVD. And what it's, the hell was this movie? <laughs> uh, Justice League Dark. Uh, Justice League Dark. Uh, it's a DC animated film. Okay, so it's good, and, and, and it, which means it's of good of good quality. And uh, the film it's uh it centers on uh, the the Dark Justice League, uh, which Batman has to has to uh, assemble because um, he's uh, he discovers a bunch of like ordinary people are hallucinating demons and they're actually murdering each other. So Batman he can't do anything about it. Neither can the rest of the Justice League. So he decides, okay, let me assemble people who people who specialize in the dark arts and the occult. So that's when he he gets the uh, assistance of John Constantine, uh, Zatanna, um Deadman, otherwise known as Boston, uh Etrigan, uh, John Blood, uh, and uh, Swamp Thing also makes a appearance mm-hmm. as well.
1: Remember that come on Remember that show? I remember Swamp Thing. It was a cartoon and a TV show. Like the TV show was like on a Yeah, a couple months back and I saw it on I just saw it on TV and I just do it on. I'm like, this shit is fucking horrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is.
1: Hey, <laughs> like, this was really whack, and yeah. I loved the shit out of it as a kid.
0: Yeah, but but what's certainly not whack is Justice League Dark uh, because it's actually rated R, and um, it's it's it gets pretty dark and violent. You know, just just my type of my my, my, my kind of speed. And of course,
1: uh, it is. Yeah, Fuckin sick fuck.
0: I'm not a sick fuck. You're but, a sick fuck. No, I'm not. Maybe a little bit. But anyway, but. Th- Live your truth and nobody can use your truth against you. That's right. But uh but uh, that was from
1: Charlemagne's book, by the way. I agreement there. Just read
0: the book. Right. It's from Shakespeare. But uh <laughs> but you know, it's 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 a really cool film. Um plenty of uh plenty of solid action. A very interesting story. Um I liked uh Constantine. His his is like sort of like this um very uh this, this very world-weary, very sardonic type of person. And he has some kind of, like, you know, uh, c- a complicated relationship with Zatanna, mm-hmm. um, who uh, who I thought was a really cool character. i like to see more of her in, in other DC-type DC things, because I think she's an interesting character. She's a magician who, like, basically says, like, words backwards, and those are her spells. Put her in the DCEU? Uh, yeah, I would love to see her in a DCEU, provided that, you know, that the rest of the DCEU can be as good as the DC animated films, as well as the MCU, um, but yeah, uh, Justice League Dark. It's a they
1: make one good movie. You think DC can just knock it out the park every time? huh, John Aponte?
0: I mean, oh, John, is, is he is he on the? No, he's not on. Bro. <laughs> I'm just calling you, John Aponte. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I, I I will say that I would like to see Justice League Dark as a live action, as something in, in 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 a live action form, uh, provided that it's done with the right uh, director and cast. Uh, because I, I think these characters are rich with potential. And, um, Bring and back
1: Keanu Reeves, Zack Snyder direct it?
0: No, you don't want Zack Snyder directing anything. It's um, dark. I mean, have somebody else like James Wan who can direct it, or maybe uh, uh, Robert Eggers who could direct it too. But, um, okay,
1: James Wan did Fast Five and Six, I believe. and then
0: He also did The Conjuring, you know. I, play, I, gotta play. I
1: got a little cousin who loves The Conjuring.
0: Those are great films. A little cousin Yeah, he loved that movie when he was three years old. What? What kind of parent would let their kid, three year old kid, watch a horror film?
1: Well, see, here's a here's a situation. I'm a, I'm gonna defend that situation. So, watching, they were watching it after he went to sleep, and he woke up, and he just wouldn't go back to sleep, and it was just on. And then that that one, he that one scene. Want to play hide and clap? Mm-hmm. He loves that. He loves that part.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, the, I mean, the conjure is like PG thirteen, so it's not like he's watching like he, an R rated film. Yeah, like he,
1: got, yeah, like he get he got scared of it eventually, but yet
0: mm-hmm. he
1: he apparently he loves scary movies. So it's like he'll he'll watch it once, get scared, but then he's gonna want to watch it over and over and over and over and over again.
0: Oh, okay, well, that that's, that's that's I think that's that's cool. You know, I mean, when I was his, well, I mean, well, that's that's too young. I was not three when I watched Robocop. I was five. I mean, that's a good age. Uh, but but yeah, like I said, Justice League Dark, check that out. It's part of the DC animated uh universe. Uh,
1: <laughs> Kyle, shout outs to Kyle. Oh he comes in and said, The haters have
0: arrived. Hate, 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 he's, hate. He's he's certified. Yep, the player haters ball is in full effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh but yeah, besides that, um, like I said, oh I'm still still playing Tekken seven. Um, How you doing with that? Did you start? Did you start the uh, story mode? Yes, I did. I started the story mode. I'm. I think I'm halfway through it. Um, I've been playing mostly a uh, treasure mode. Um, yeah, I've, those are
1: fun. <laughs> nice little time killers.
0: Yeah, and I've been trying to master a couple of characters. So far, I've gotten pretty good with Karina. No, no, Catalina.
1: You Is would. It, you would be good with the girls, huh?
0: Hey, hey, the the the, hey, the women in Tekken Seven are 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 badass.
1: Xbox, Xbox. PS4, bro. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the PS4 version. Uh uh Katarina, she's uh, she's definitely good for beginners. Um I like her. I I kind of got a good handle of her offense. Juggle, she's good at juggling her opponents too, which All I right. thought which I got was, was got a pretty good handle of as well. Um I'm I'm kind of decent a little with with Asuka. I'm trying to master her as well. Um and Huang, he's Paul Phoenix the goat.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm okay with him. You can make a case with I'm Paul. I'm okay Phoenix. with Paul. Mm. I'm more of a Kazuya guy. Mm. Kazuya, Warang, um, uh, Eddie, of course. Well, yeah. Those who know me.
0: Yeah. Law. Um, yeah, Law is also pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to master a couple of the other characters so I can, you know, kind of get a good handle for like a two-player Brian. competition. Brian Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm also, also trying to play a Steve Fox as well.
1: I don't like he doesn't kick.
0: I know he's a he's he's, he's, a, a, he's
1: just strictly boxer, but yeah. it's like ah, I need some I need more than that.
0: Mm. Yeah, I got you.
1: The sad part is sometimes you can be hard as fuck when you're fighting him.
0: Yeah, that's true. I've 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 lost to him a few times as well, but yeah, that's what that's what I've been uh been mastering, trying to trying to master a little bit.
1: I've been playing the Resident Evil Seven. Okay. Um, like I rage I I rage quit.
0: What? Why'd you rage quit?
1: No, I'm trying to freaking get the shotgun. I find the freaking shotgun. Uh huh. I take it off the pedestal, and then once, uh, well, yeah, off the pedestal, I go back, the door's locked.
0: Oh, you, you got to find the the wooden shotgun so you can um rep- replace that on the pedestal, so that way you can carry the real shotgun. So keep playing. Keep playing. You got to find the wooden it's kinda shotgun. It's
1: kind of hard when you only got three bullets and a freaking crazy man who
0: won't die Come a- constantly come after you. Oh, yeah. You ain't getting away, motherfucker. <laughs> oh uh, yeah but terrible
1: game you didn't, damn you didn't like resident evil 7
0: listen resident Evil. i
1: will say that game is scary as fuck though. it is this shit is fucking terrifying
0: it is and jack baker man he's pretty hilarious though he has some hilarious ass lines like it's smet inappropriate like it, it, it but it makes it even no, more he disturbing the
1: freaking cop in the beginning like with a fucking shovel yeah
0: that was fucking great you would
1: think it was great I was sick.
0: Fuck. Look, man. I mean, it was so shocking. You can't help but laugh sometimes it's in that really game.
1: It's not really to me. It's more Silent Hill.
0: N- nah, I, I disagree. I never played
1: Silent Hill, unfortunately.
0: Um, Silent Hill, uh, Silent Hill two is the best game in that whole series, and then Silent Hill three is a close second.
1: Would you have to play Silent Hill one just to get to?
0: No, not to at understand all. Understand two and three. Not at all. Um, Part three, part part three is kind of sort of like a continuation of part one with a different character. So it would it would help a little bit, but you don't really necessarily need to play part one to play part three. But part two is a standalone story, and that's like the best one. But yeah, man. uh, But yeah, keep 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 at it with Resident Evil Seven, man. All right. Yeah, it's it's a hell of a game.
1: All right. Now you freaking tells me.
0: Yeah, keep keep at it, man. Keep at it, and I'll keep at it with Second Seven.
1: You enjoying it? You're really enjoying it. I am.
0: I am. Like, and 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 here's I th- told you there's nothing wrong with fighting games. Well, the, like I said, like the thing is, like there's even though like each character has literally hundreds of button combinations to, to master. Like, I f- I find that if I if I can just master at least a half dozen or maybe even a dozen moves, or if that, then I think I'll be okay. You will be okay. All right. You do not need to memorize
1: every button combination. All right. I mean, if you do, you're the fucking man. I mean, I will definitely give props to you and all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Take care, brother. All right, right, cool, man. Thanks for dropping in. But But yeah, besides that, that's pretty much it on my end.
1: Damn, that's it. All right. You want to get into the. News and items of interest. Yes, yes, yeah, indeed. There's, uh, there's a couple of things you wanted to get into, so why don't you go ahead and lead the way?
0: All right. Yeah. So um, one of the things that kind of piqued my interest in recent weeks was uh, Jay Z's video "Moonlight" off his album 444, all right. and uh, this was a pretty interesting video. While it's not a straight uh, music video per se, it's actually like a short. It's like a like a short seven minute f- uh, film, okay. kind of like a riff of, of of the show Friends, but with an all black cast. So it features uh, the uh, many uh, young young black actors on the come up like Tessa Thompson, Lakeith Stanfield, Little Ray Howery. Um, is that how you Issa it? Issa Rae, yep, from Insecure, yep. Team Lawrence. Um, oh
1: my God! Fucking right. You Boom. seen this week's episode?
0: Yes, I have. One
1: more time. Mm. Lawrence is a god. He is a god amongst
0: men. I, I I will say though, I will say before I get into the moonlight videos, a quick aside. Yeah. Go ahead. He should have known better, messing around with them two white girls, man. He, I thought, I thought one like one was
1: Asian. One was Asian. One of them was Asian. Are you serious? I am definitely positive. I thought they were both white. Nope.
0: Nah. Uh, maybe, maybe half.
1: One Asian. of them, one of them was
0: white, but the no, the other one was Asian. I uh, don't know. I, 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 I got to reexamine that. But anyway.
1: Yeah, you will re-examine it.
0: <laughs> man, whatever. But uh, but no, but
1: Lawrence is the man. Okay, he drops his he drops his debit card
0: mm-hmm. when he gets pulled
1: over. Goes into the liquor store, buys like forty five dollars worth of liquor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the girls pay for him. Then 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 he ends up going back to the house and having a threesome. I mean, uh, well, but, he, but you, you Lawrence is the fucking man.
0: Well, I mean, Lawrence is going through his hoe phase, right? Which is respectable, but but at the same time, man, like I was kind of I was kind of fearing for him because it, it, it kind of felt shit like if it happened to you, you would have do the same thing. Listen, I mean, they it, it,
1: paid for you because he lost his. He he's thinking he lost his card, and they paid for him. He's like, yeah, I can get it. Just hold on, you know. If you can just put this to the side. I can get. It. Nope, they took care of it. Invite him back to his house, and then next thing you know, like it was a little bit. It was on,
0: but it kind of felt like a get out situation because I, I was kind of, no, I was kind of getting, I was, really. I was a little scared for him because I was like, what if he's in an all, in an all white neighborhood, and what if they yell rape, and then all of a sudden his ass is in the clink. It happens. I'm just saying. So you thought way too much into that one. I don't know, man. Hey, hey.
1: Them chicks started doing coke and everything after. That.
0: Well, that's even that makes it even worse though, because if you're on if you're if you're on coke and shit, like you you can spaz out. Ain't no telling what you can do. You seen Scarface, right? I did. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, Lawrence <laughs> is the man. I mean, Lawrence is the man. I will say though, it's it's. It, it, I mean, the, the but the way those two white girls kind of shafted him.
1: One white girl, happy The other one was Asian.
0: Right when the two girls shafted him, though, right? Yeah. It kind of it was a little bit of karmic justice because he did break Tasha's heart. He really did. Don't,
1: don't,
0: I don't think Tasha deserved that.
1: Okay, she didn't, but still, Lawrence is the man. <laughs> that's, that's all I can really say. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You, no,
1: no, no if it's, Listen, if you was in that same predicament, you would you would done the same thing.
0: So Jay Z's Moonlight video was actually pretty interesting, and um, like I said, you had other other actors on there. Like Hannibal Buress made an appearance. Yeah. Um, uh, Issa Rae, and w- what was interesting about the video was that it was actually um, like it was, it was basically the whole conceit was like these 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 all black these black actors are riffing on a white all white show, and okay. they're doing it in the exact same style as Friends. And then there was like one of the, I think the main the main actor I forget his name uh, Gerard he, Carmichael. Yep, thank you, Gerard Carmichael. He. Uh, after after the director yells cut, he takes a break. He he goes to goes up to Hannibal Barres and asks him, "Hey, what do you think about what we're doing so far?" And then Hannibal Barres keeps it totally I It's like, "Yeah, honestly, this shit is whack. This shit is whack. It's it's trash, man. What is this like an all black version of Friends? What, what's next, an all black Full House?" It's like just like kind of just like running him down for like you know uh, doing anything. But then like a Carmichael's character was like, "Well, but but you know, yeah, yeah, I know it's an all black version of Friends, but we're just trying to be subversive, you know. We're trying to turn it on its ear." And then Hannibal Barres is like, "Nah, man." No, I'm not feeling it, not feeling it at all. And then at the end, uh, he kind of, you know, Issa Rae kind of leads him away from the set and he walks away and he kind of sits down in the middle of like the park in a moment of self reflection. And I thought that what was interesting about the video was that like it kind of like, it's like a commentary on like represent, on black representation in media, especially nowadays where, where many black artists, especially Issa Rae, a, a prime example, where, where w- thanks to social media and YouTube and all this, we're at it. we're at a position, we're at a, at like a precipice creatively where we can where we as as black artists can create our own shows more than ever you know we don't have to strictly rely on like the the studio system or the sitcom system so we don't have to have like an all-black version of friends or an all-black version of some popular white show we can create our own stuff from the ground up and not have to you know be basically be a carbon copy like 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 you would in the 90s and also what was interesting too was that the reason why they chose Friends uh, for for this video, Moonlight, was because apparently, um, Living Single, you know, that show was You're
1: living single. Yeah,
0: I mean that that show, which was an awesome sitcom back in the day, still is. Um, apparently, um, uh, Warren Littlefield, who was an NBC producer, was asked when 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 Living Single first came on the air, he was asked, but Warren Littlefield was asked by other producers from NBC, "It's like if you can take any show." And and make it your own. What would you do? What would you what show would you take? And Warren Littlefield said, "Living Single." That's a show I would take. And Warren Littlefield uh, actually took that idea along and along with the other co-creators and created Friends. To like, I think a couple years after Living Single debuted. So, really? Yeah. So Friends is essentially inspired by Living Single. And mind you, Living Single doesn't nearly get enough credit for that. And and I th- and I thought that was pretty striking because it's like. Because a lot of people, you know, love Friends as like as an all original sitcom. But an 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 understated fact is that it was actually inspired in part by Living Single. Like in terms of its concept, just an all white cast instead of an all black one. You know, I
1: never knew that, and I never thought about that. I we watched a we watched a video before before we aired, Mm -hmm. and I'm just. I mean, I, I wasn't really thinking too much of it. Like, you was really adamant about watching it, about me watching it. So I'm like, yeah. all right, what's the, you know, what's the deal? I I was just entertained by it. So I didn't really think about it. I, I did not know what to think of it. I was, hmm. just, I just thought it was entertaining. Yeah. Until you, I was like, you know what? You say what you have to say about it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting video. So check it oh, out.
1: what about the end, too, where they played the... Uh, voiceover for the from the oscars this year
0: oh yeah this year when yeah lights
1: victory got cheated
0: yeah like um like uh they at the end of the video they played uh, the audio clip of um la la land being mistakenly announced as the best picture winner this year right and um and that kind of is a call back to jay-z's song where in the chorus it says like we're stuck in la la land even when we win we go and lose and that was a re- that was a direct reference to when even though Moonlight is the real best picture winner this year at the Oscars, the fact that La La um, Land
1: got like the light, they got the grand, yeah, like the grand, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, like, the, like they wait, wa- it's like the big, the good surprise was wasted on La La Land. Yeah, I was watch- I watched Big Daddy the other day while I was at work uh, with Adam Sandler.
0: Ew, that's, but, a good,
1: that's a good, it's a fun comedy. Damn,
0: but um, but yeah, like you're, like you're right, like it took the shine off Moonlight's win. Right. It would, And 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 and, it, and they're both great films, but Moonlight's obviously the superior of the two. And have you seen Moonlight yet?
1: I still have. You know, I forgot about Moonlight.
0: Do you have Amazon Prime? No. Ah, man. It's, well, I will say this: so for those of you who do have Amazon Prime, Moonlight is available to watch on Amazon for free, and it is available on Blu-ray and DVD. So please watch that film. It is a phenomenal movie. My favorite film of 2016, and deservedly the best picture Oscar winner. I thought it was the Neon Demon. No, it was Neon Demon was one of my favorites, but Moonlight was my number 1.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Um also uh Game of Thrones, man. Eastwatch. What you th- what you think about that episode?
1: I like that. I like the episode. I mean, there wasn't really any action, but it was still more like story of what mm-hmm. what the um what the show needed. You kind of needed to like Mm -hmm. chill out especially after freaking last week's episode
0: oh yeah burn baby burn yeah
1: so um it was actually still fire in this one there was some killing yeah
0: Yeah. but and also like like even though it didn't have a lot of action there were a lot of pretty heavy like story revelations throughout and moments oh yeah like the one that gave me chills was when Jon snow Snow touched the the dragon. dragon And then Daenerys is like, "What's going on?" So it's like the dragon knows, like, "Hey, what up, man? You're a Targaryen too." Yeah, yep, yep. It smells that Targaryen blood. Yeah, man. So uh, I, I think I think we're getting yep. you're getting closer. And that oh-
1: revelation, I swear, that revelation is either gonna come, it's it's gonna ha- they're gonna realize it, and they're gonna say something like at the end of it, like right at the end, and mm-hmm. then we're gonna have to wait a whole another year from it.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll we'll definitely find out in uh in season eight, which is the final season. Um also uh, Gilly, if you remember that one part where uh where Gilly and Sam they're in their little home and Gilly's like yeah, and reading the through the yeah at the Citadel and she's reading through uh one of his books and she comes across um uh, uh, Rhaegar Rhaegar and um I think what was it was it Lyanna star no it was Ned's sister. What was it was his sister's name? Ned's sister. Lyanna. Okay. Yeah. So apparently like she came across uh that whole thing's like, oh, like Rhaegar's marriage was annulled and then he instead he got married in secret to and she was about to like say it and then like then Sam had his nervous breakdown so he so he cut her off. He didn't even hear what he what she had to say. Oh yeah. So she was about to drop that bomb, like for Sam, like, yo, do you know that Rhaegar and, and Leanna had a kid and it's and it's Jon Snow? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So also uh also two Cersei though. She dropped the bombshell as well.
1: Wait, refresh my memory on that one.
0: She's Prego, dude. She got a bun in the oven. She got an incestuous bun in the oven. Again? Yeah. With Jamie Lannister. Yep. So and Ja and and, and, and and first of all, that that shit is fucking gross and repugnant. Two Jamie and Jamie's rightfully says that yo, we cannot let anybody know because the public won't, the public won't like it. And Cersei's like, I'm the queen. I don't give a shit. Yo, she
1: is feeling herself. Her and Daenerys, they are feeling themselves.
0: Oh yeah, they they, they, they totally are feeling
1: are. themselves. And even and, to, and Tyrion can like see it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he was like, Yeah, how do you tell her to like, chill the fuck out?
0: Yeah, and so and he's like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I will say, too, that um, if you remember um, in an earlier episode of Game of Thrones, like, I think it was like the third season when Cersei was a kid and she ran into the witch who, who, get, who told her her prophecy, how uh, yeah. she was going to have three kids and they're all going to die. And, um, and she would eventually become queen, but she will eventually meet her ruin from, from a rival queen or something like that. Apparently, maybe with this fourth kid in the oven, maybe, I don't know where that's going to lead, but...
1: Cersei's going to die, so, I
0: mean... I hope so because she's a ma- massive c word, but uh, but but yeah, that that was interesting. Um, also, uh, uh, Jorah Mormont officially reunites with with Daenerys.
1: Still trying to get out the friend zone, I see,
0: huh? Hey, man, yeah, you can't. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I don't, as far as Gump can make it out, he could too. I don't. Th- I don't think it's a friend zone situation. I don't see it that way. I think that Jorah Mormont, yes, he does have feelings for Daenerys, but it's more so, more so. In a sense of like loyalty, as, as a as a loyal knight to the cause.
1: No, nah, I see what you mean. I see what you're getting at.
0: Yeah, even though he, even though there's a there's a there's a touch of it, like he is in love with her, but at the same time he knows his duty. He knows his place. He's not gonna overstep that line. And Daenerys is not gonna let him do it anyway. Right. And then at the end, you had the suicide squad, man. Why do you have to call
1: them that? Why can't they be the Avengers?
0: Uh, well, well, because well, they're on a suicide mission. But let's call them the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. suicide you Avengers.
1: Don't disrespect. Don't disrespect Game of Thrones like that. Well,
0: well, that's true. I mean, I mean, okay, all right. I mean, you're right because Suicide Squad is trash. So yeah, they are the suicidal Avengers, and uh, they're 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 on their quest to to get to get one of the uh, is it they like
1: get ahead of the of one of the White
0: Walkers? Yeah, and bring it back to Cersei to prove that hey, these White Walkers these are Modern real. These
1: Walkers exist. They, they are, these are real.
0: Yeah. So all I can say is good luck with that. I really hope that uh, that um, that they all pull through. Oh,
1: that episode's gonna be.
0: Ah yeah yeah oh yeah, and and also um uh, sir Davos his um oh um not not his son, but it was Robert baratheon's bastard son that he was looking yeah. out for, tell me he does not look like Christian bale he
1: oh shit, yo because yeah.
0: as soon as as soon as he turned around like in and when he when he met him when Davos met him in the in the in the smithing area, he turned around, I'm like, holy, is that Christian bale, did they really cast him and i'm then I had to look at and I'm like yeah, no, cause he's short. Yeah, he he's short, but I'm like, damn, man, yo, if 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 they, if they if they if they try to like do another like Batman Batman film like with Christopher Nolan's continuity, they could really cast him in that role again <laughs> as like a younger Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah, yeah, because he look they look so much alike. But yeah, man, he's a beast with that hammer, though. Yo, but
1: why didn't freaking Davos get his money back though from his dudes? I'm like. That's. He just killed him. I'm like, yo, run them pockets and get your money back.
0: They probably he probably was like, yo, we ain't got time. If these two guards found us, man, yo, we gotta be out. Maybe or maybe he got him off screen. I don't know, but um, but yo, he yo, your 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 boy can wield that hammer like no one's business though.
1: That's what she said.
0: I don't get the joke, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, East March, man. We got that. That's it's 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 a heavyweight it's a heavyweight hammer of an episode, and we're, we've got two more. Two more episodes coming down yeah, the pike that's this season. It.
1: Yo, this but I'm cool with it because it's ending, and then next week, football season, the following week, football season is back. Oh, Jesus. Yes.
0: Yeah, football season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with your, oh, oh, let's, let's, oh, let's, let's, let's football's back, man. Hey, let's celebrate CTE, bruh. Of course.
1: What? Pro wrestlers get CTE.
0: It's different. But anyway, I they um, still get it. Nah nah nah, 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 nah. not as bad as the NFL. It's there. Let's
1: let's let's,
0: look up, let's, <laughs> let's 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 do some research look up some some statistics. All right. Football outclasses uh wrestling in terms of CTE related injuries. Possibly. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 what I got uh for for two very interesting highlights this past week
1: yeah so alright so what's next let me see Shonda Rhimes is moving to
0: Netflix yes
1: All right. Netflix has signed a multi-year deal with Rhimes production company Shondaland which, which will produce and produce new and original content for the streaming service Rhimes will be paid 10 million per year Scandal How to Get Away with Murder and Grey's Anatomy have been available on Netflix and will also continue to air new seasons on NBC isn't Scandal coming to an end though
0: um I I am not sure. I haven't I haven't watched the show. Is it? Yeah. Um Friend
1: of the Joe's show Jen. Oh god, I can't talk. Friend of the friend, friend, <laughs> friend of the
0: show. Friend of the show
1: Jen says yes.
0: Yes. Um she's currently playing Miss Pac-Man trying to break her high score. Um yes, uh, I think this is a pretty but She won't do it. Nah. Well, <laughs> but um yeah this is pretty interesting shonda Rhimes um signing a deal with netflix i mean because i know three of her shows they're they're abc not nbc yeah. but close enough did i say yeah you said nbc yeah. <laughs> but yeah
1: sunday night football is on nbc
0: so. oh, okay there you go but then
1: agents and Shield is on abc which i still gotta finish and catch up
0: okay yeah um Yeah, speaking of which, well, I have something to mention with with the ABC uh, Cinematic Universe, uh, for Marvel anyway. Um, I think it's interesting that that, uh, Shonda Rhimes has signed a deal with Netflix because not only are three of her most popular shows are on Netflix – um, I'm still trying to get through how to get get away with murder, um, but also it shows that Netflix is actually becoming a ma- even bigger player. Like they're starting to get these high profile acquisitions. Yeah, because
1: everybody sees the success in it. Like, look at all the Marvel series. Look at like all the movies that had came out and stuff and mm-hmm. a lot. Of, like it's wanna,
0: Dave Chappelle. Yep, Dave. Like, Chappelle. come on. Yep, and they also got Mark Miller from Miller World. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. And they got Shonda Rhymes for Shondaland, yo. So I think this is a definitely a, a, a revolution for some content creators or, or showrunners, rather. Because streaming is
1: streaming is it's it's the future. That's where it's going.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: mean, I still enjoy I still enjoy waiting week week by week mm-hmm. for shows because it, it the conversation's longer.
0: That's yeah, true. Yeah,
1: like we can talk about we can bang out. Um, Okay, like we can bang out one of the Marvel series
0: mm-hmm.
1: in like one episode.
0: Yeah,
1: and when with Game of Thrones, you get week by week. That's a whole conversation within itself. Mm-hmm. Each episode.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, like I think that, like you know, people say that oh they're all about cutting the cord, and I'm and I'm for that to a degree, but to I a think degree, that, yeah, yeah. But I think that like like traditional TV will always be there. I mean, that's why you know, for example, Empire, you know, is a week to week show. Yeah, and season four is coming out this fall. You know, my my TV wife Taraji P Henson Cookie. You know, I can't wait to you know see her again because she's Bay. Um, you know, You're grown. Stop saying Bay. Listen, man. Listen, I mean. It is what it is. She's Bay. Carry on. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, interesting deal. Um interesting 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 to see what where Netflix will go next as far as like acquiring content creators and on, and on that note, I'll I'll, t- I'll pick up the next headline. Yeah. Uh, Amazon has also signed a, a deal with Robert Kirkman. Uh, Robert Kirkman is the uh, co-creator of the Walking Dead comic series. Uh, He signed a two-year deal with Amazon to develop exclusive new TV projects for Amazon's Amazon Prime streaming service. And uh, Kirkman and his Skybound Entertainment production company will also be leaving AMC, which is also the home of the Walking Dead show. So
1: maybe that means Walking Dead may actually come to an end.
0: Maybe. Either that or it would maybe continue on. Uh, uh, on, on Amazon but I really it's gonna
1: oh, oh on Amazon yeah as long as like Robert Kirkman's involved like he mm.
0: yeah don't Robert Kirkman
1: please do not pull an Adam Aaron Magruder
0: oh yeah Aaron Magruder he was on he the did Boondocks. the Boondocks yeah for Cartoon Network right Yeah. and he left at the he left in the fourth season right yeah
1: before he did three seasons and then yeah. the fourth season which was god awful it was it was uh, there was literally one joke that I laughed at All throughout the whole season. Wow. I didn't know it was that bad. One joke. And they still had the original, like, cast and all that. But one joke throughout the entire season that I thought was funny. Wow.
0: Damn, I didn't know it was that bad for the fourth season. It sucked. Yeah. But, but yeah, Robert Kirkman signing to Amazon, man. Another uh, streaming acquisition, high-profile one. So what do you think? What do you think, man? I mean... I'm just
1: I'm just I'm not sure what the future would hold for The Walking Dead.
0: Mm. I really hope that show comes to an end though. I really want it to end cuz I think it's dragging. I think like how how same. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah, I agree Jen. Like the last season was trash. No, nah,
1: it, it's been doing the same formula.
0: Mm.
1: Great season premiere. Mhm. Drags. Yep. Then the mid-season finale, great. Mhm then the mid-season premiere, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. drags great season finale.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's
1: literally been their formula for like the past like 3-4 seasons.
0: Yeah, that's true. And like that means like out of like what typically 13-16 episodes a season, like you have four episode four good episodes worth tuning into. Yeah. Yeah, cuz like last season man, I couldn't really stand it. Like it was a lot of filler. I just I just eventually quit quit watching the 7th season. I even I haven't even watched the finale.
1: Oh, watch the finale. the finale was good.
0: Okay, I'll I'll get as into part that.
1: of their f- formula.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to get into that. Um, hey, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully, um, Robert Kirkman will produce some more original content. You know, yeah, for, I would like to them. see
1: what else he has up his sleeve. Yeah. All um, right. So Studio Ghibli. I hope I said that right. Yes. Okay. Cool. Studio Ghibli reopens for production of Hayao Miyazaki's new movie. No details of Miyazaki's next film have been released, but Studio Ghibli producer Toshio Suzuki said the film will be released sometime in 2019 before Tokyo hosts the 2020 Olympic Games. Production of the film begins this fall. Miyazaki's last feature before he announced his retirement was the 2013 film The Wind Rises.
0: Yeah. So you're familiar with uh, Miyazaki's films, yeah? No. Really?
1: I'm, I'm not. I know he's a legend. I just never got around to like watch any of his films. Shame on me, of course.
0: Really? Like You haven't seen Princess Mononoke? I have not. Oh man, that is that's a phenomenal anime.
1: Is in your is it in your
0: collection? Now? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away. Those are like two of his like masterpieces right there. Um, I haven't seen. I still haven't seen my neighbor Totoro, mm-hmm. which is like one of his most well known ones. Um, he's he's made a whole bunch.
1: Oh yeah, like yeah. I already know the dude's a legend.
0: So. Yeah, so I'm glad. Got-
1: I never got around. To, I just never got around to seeing any of his work.
0: Yeah, so, you, shame on me. Yeah, I own it. Yeah, you you really should. I think man. Some,
1: I, you think some? I think some of them would be on Crunchyroll though.
0: Yeah, they they should be. I mean, right, yeah, i would take a look. Um, so yeah, I mean Miyazaki coming back out of retirement to give us bless us with one more film, I'm all for it, man, all sure. for it. And then the last headline here: uh, the witch director and star are reteaming for a Nosferatu remake. Uh, Robert Eggers, who directed the uh, last year's film *The Witch*, is directing his second feature film with uh, with his uh, star a- a- Anya Taylor Joy, and this will be a remake of the 19- nineteen twenty two horror classic *Nosferatu*, uh, which stars Max Schreck as Count Orlok. Um, and Robert Eggers, I mean, I-, I don't know if you if you've seen *The Witch*. Oh man, it's it's a great horror film. It's so creepy. I reviewed it on the show when we had Just in Case last year. Did you? Yeah. Is that, that the
1: one when he said that he was falling asleep on it?
0: Yeah, like he was sleeping on it. Yeah. Um, but which I, if you're a fan of horror films, I really recommend watching The Witch uh, because it's it's creepy as shit. It's disturbing. I watched it twice, and I was even more scared the second time around, and I loved it. There you go. Yeah.
1: Disturbing, creepy, Victor.
0: Yeah. And hey, that's the,
1: that's the equation.
0: Yeah. So I want to see what he can come up with with uh, his Nosferatu remake, because that would be interesting. I mean, I mean, Dracula, oof, vampires can't get with that. So you like Twilight? No, Twilight is trash.
1: You said you like vampires.
0: Twilight. That's, that's <laughs> not real vampires. When we're talking about real vampires. I'm talking about Blade. We're talking about Vampire Hunter D. We're talking about Dracula. Blade Trinity? No, that's not real to me you mentioned Blade Blade Trinity is not real to me therefore it doesn't exist
1: yeah Blade was so good my mother liked Blade
0: oh wow okay there you go
1: speaking of which I do want to shout out my grandmother she's in the hospital and she I went to go visit her Mm -hmm. and she told me that she watches (laughs) so with all the cussing that I do and I realized oh my god my grandmother's a pastor
0: too and she watches me oh on the podcast yeah oh man um, wow! Did she watch last week's episode?
1: No, no. Nah. She says she hasn't watched in a while. <laughs> she, she says she does catches. So I'm like, Mom, i like, Grandma, I'm I'm sorry, I'm cuss. But Grandma's cool. She's cool about it.
0: That's cool. I mean, hey, you know, it's a it's a podcast. You know, we we try to keep it, you know, free, free with the language. You know, we're we're unshackled here. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I had a. Re- it was a really good laugh.
0: Yeah. Um I w- I will say uh, also uh, I I mentioned that we're going to talk I was I wanted to mention something about Marvel and, t- and the TV shows earlier. Oh yeah, go ahead. I started I started watching Iron Fist. 3
1: episodes
0: 3 episodes into Iron Fist. I was done. Crap. I was done. I that show is fucking whack, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! I I, I don't I, I mean hey bless you for for sticking through it but man I just I just went online I looked up a, a, a comprehensive spoiler article which detailed every breakdown of all the twists and whatnot that that's all I needed that's <laughs> all I needed because I was trying to watch Iron Fist in time for the Defenders this Friday correct oh, but I'm man. like
1: oh yeah you see have you gone on Netflix um, and noticed that they have a countdown for the Defenders
0: oh really yeah oh, as
1: man. a matter of fact shouts to. Um, this girl Noelle that I met, she um she's gonna be tuning in soon. But yeah, I, mm. we talk, I wore a Luke Cage T shirt, mm-hmm. and she was just freaking lost her mind. Told her about the podcast, and she was just so amped about it. So mm. shout out, big shout outs to her. And we like we're holding up, we're holding up lines at Cumberland Farms just talking about it. So.
0: Oh wow, that's what's up. But yeah, man, Iron Fist trash trash can
1: i i know i know it's not good i know it's not good yeah. i enjoyed it you know i hung around for it mm-hmm. you know i was entertained by it but i i i know the i i see the flaws
0: yeah the flaws, the, flaws. the flaws absolutely so yeah that was that was my thing um right there so yeah yeah let's uh we got we got another uh topic our main event here talking about fan theories fan theories so uh why don't you uh take us on this journey carl this long awaited journey
1: um, yeah, it's just uh, I don't even know where to start. I got like three really good ones, and then mm-hmm. I came across one that was just freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what? I'll start. I'll start with one. I'll start with my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Montreal Screwjob. That's really. I,
0: There's a fan theory for the Montreal Screwjob. Yes, job. let's hear this.
1: That the whole entire thing is a work.
0: Hmm. All right.
1: All right, so let's think, let's think back. At that time, you know, at the time, Bret Hart was leaving, leaving mm-hmm. WWE to go to WCW. WCW was kicking WWE's ass in the ratings. Yep. They were starting to turn around, but they still didn't really get that momentum just yet. Mm-hmm. So with Bret leaving, let's stage something. To where I make myself look, you know, I do something bad to you and all that. There's this big blow up and everything. Mm -hmm. Everybody was all in on it. Yep. So let's use Brett. So Brett, we're gonna use you. This is I'm I'm Vince McMahon talking. Mm -hmm. We're gonna use you to go into WCW, get some intel, Mm tell them yeah and. Let us know how bad things are going so we can move in like how I did in the 80s in the territories and start taking talent. Because hmm. if you noticed, people started leaving. Once the uh, once the Austin era began and Brett went to WCW and then WCW mm-hmm. was just turned into a complete shit show. Mm-hmm. And just like you notice that people were just leaving little by little.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Big Show was already like set to leave. But he still had to, um, he had to fulfill his contract. Yeah. But yeah, everybody started leaving, and then the radicals came along, and mm-hmm. all that, which ultimately led to WCW's demise. Mm-hmm. So, but they had they kept that on the low. Bret Hart has kept that. They the, he's old school.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: believes in kayfabe. I mean, and he has gone to an extreme with kayfabe before. When him and Owen went to, you know, they had to stage like there was problems in the family between them two, like mm-hmm. they couldn't even be seen together.
0: Hmm. So,
1: so Brett has remained professional. This whole thing, they all be remained professional.
0: So, okay, so do you believe
1: personally that it's a work? It would not surprise me. It, it could, it could be. No. It could be.
0: I I'd have to disagree strongly that it was a work. Um, I think the Montrose sc- uh, the Montreal school job was absolutely real um, because you gotta you got you have to look at the fact that Bret Hart was extremely bitter. When he departed WWF in, in November 97, he even spat in Vince McMahon's face. He could have all been to work. Even punched him backstage. You know what? Vince McMahon has always been so
1: dedicated. Where he has, whenever he had matches with people in the ring, he said, listen, if you end up clocking me or something, mm-hmm. if you have to beat the shit out of me for this business, go ahead.
0: Hey, I mean I'm, that
1: crazy old man has bled for this company, for that company, literally.
0: Oh yeah, he certainly has. He certainly has. He's given. He
1: will do it again in his old age.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, but um, but with the Montreal Screwjob, it's definitely not. It's definitely all real because a Bret Hart, you know, he oh he
1: read and wrote in his book kayfabe dog.
0: It, no, the, the Screwjob was not was 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 real. You, well, you you read Bret Hart's book right? His yes.
1: Ex? I went. To, I drove to New York just to get a cop yeah. an advance copy. He didn't and meet him.
0: He didn't say the Montreal Screwjob was kayfabe.
1: No, he never did. But yeah. that's what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm.
0: He can't say that it's kayfabe. Yeah, but it's not. But except that it isn't kayfabe. It's actually legit. Because no, like, I'm
1: sure it was legit. But just think about it. Just think about it with an open mind. Like, what if it really was? That it, it's just that they all had to maintain the secret well, that it was a work.
0: Well, if it was kayfabe, then mind you, look at Bret Hart's career in WCW—like how mismanaged he was.
1: He was probably still—he still got paid though.
0: He still got paid, but he, he was—he
1: was probably still getting paid he, by WC by WWE on the low.
0: Nah, like he was—he was underutilized. I'm not
1: saying that it definitely was, mm-hmm. but it's just that the fan theory itself—it could—it op- opens up a possibility where it could have been staged.
0: Nah, nah, nah they
1: just went.
0: Mind you, well, full blown with well, it. well, because of the screw job, Owen Hart tried to get out of his contract, and Vince wouldn't let him, so yeah. he had to stick around.
1: Maybe Owen was in on it. God rest his soul.
0: No, he wasn't. No, and then no. I mean, the the, the screw job was absolutely, and, and mind you, like it took Bret Hart um, like 12, yeah, 12, twelve years twelve years to, to get come. to come back on WWE programming on Raw.
1: Yeah, to go back on Raw, he did. He came back to the for the Hall of Fame sooner with that because he said when I went to go meet him, he said, "Listen, he, he always said that if I if they ever he said that night at Montreal, if I if they ever asked me to come back to do the Hall of Fame, I would do it."
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. And it been that bitter. I mean, he was well, bitter enough. Don't get me wrong. He was bitter like a. M-
0: absolutely, and plus, like the fact that he accident- he had to retire because of the accidental kick by Goldberg. Yeah. You know, he suffered a stroke and all this, like. Yeah, I mean, I I think that there's there's too much reality, especially what happened afterward. Oh, yeah, there
1: was a lot of reality, but just the theory itself, I was like, wow, it
0: could
1: could be possible on some WWE Illuminati shit.
0: No, no. And and mind you, Vince McMahon's biggest concern was that he didn't want Bret Hart to pull a Medusa. Uh, where it's taking the taking the taking belt and, the belt and, and throwing throw it in, in the trash Yeah, yeah on WW, WCW programming. So he took a chance and you know on the fly. No, I asked,
1: completely understand. I completely yeah. understand it. I honestly do believe it's real. It's just that the theory was like, wow, that's a pretty bad. That's.
0: Mm, uh, nah, it's, it's 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 too too much reality for it to be kayfabe, man. Too too much right, too much I'm animus.
1: With all these, with all the conspiracies that do go on in the world, you just never know.
0: Eh, I, f- I find that most conspiracy theories, like fan theories, are just um, really—it's not—it's—it's it, it, all—it's all conjecture. Really, it's all—it's all—it's all about making connections that aren't
1: there. But there's a, but it brings a dialogue, right? Like what we're doing.
0: Yeah, but but okay, like before I get in, before I get into my fan theory, like. Like one of the reasons why we've been we've i've I've been personally putting off the whole fan theory mm-hmm. topic for so long was because I'm not a fan of fan theories at all right you you guys all explain that yeah and and uh I'll explain it to our viewers and listeners the reason why I'm not a fan of of fan theories is because it's not about analyzing the work as it is it's it's a it's about coming up it's all about a weird fan fiction where you don't accept the work as is you want to include incorporate your own half-baked ideas into the finished product
1: which is understandable but sometimes it's
0: and and it's about it's about um trying to make connections that simply aren't there like cor like uh, it re- it's a, it's heavily reliant on fallacies like correlation doesn't always equal causation but you know fan theories seem to ignore that and also like fan theories, it's it, a lot of it to me. It's about fans trying to prove that they're smarter and more creative than the actual creators, and I think that's a little bit insulting.
1: Hmm. I wouldn't say like that. It's just they just people like to just think, take, like to, uh, yeah, come up with their own takes on certain things. Yeah. So it gives so it gives
0: the fans some type of creativity. Well, I mean, there there's. You, you can come up with your own interpretation of a certain exactly. of certain work, okay. but it has to be based on the valid evidence presented in the work itself. You can't just come up with stuff out of whole cloth. Like one of one, like one of the fan, one of the fan right. theories that I know you some
1: because I know you came across a lot of like ridiculous ones.
0: Yeah, like one of the more ridiculous ones that I came across, which which on the surface sounds like it's plausible, but really I think it's it's a little too convoluted. It's basically um, Jurassic World. Uh, we, where god
1: damn it. I can't even join in on a combo
0: without one. Well, well Jurassic World, it's number one, it's boring as shit. So don't watch it. Um and did Maurice like it? Yeah, Maurice liked it. Yeah. Which good good on him. You know, I can see why people liked it, but for me I I fell asleep in the middle of it. Like I had to I had to pause the Blu-ray and fill, and, and take a ten minute cat nap so I can get through the rest of it. But but in Jurassic World you have um you have a uh, Chris Pratt's main character, Owen Grady. And uh, the, 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 a big fan theory, theory that's been floating around is that, is that Chris Pratt's character, Owen Grady, in Jurassic World is the little kid from the beginning of Jurassic Park, the, the kid that, uh, that, Alan, that uh, Alan Grant scared with the raptor claw. Yeah. Saying that, oh well, you know, raptors can disembowel you, this and that, and that little kid who was scared out of his wits grew up, up
1: to be Chris Pratt's character. Yeah, I came across that one.
0: Yeah, and apparently, like uh, w- one of the reasons why this fan theory is it was what got got some traction among fans was that uh, you know Alan Grant was explaining to the kid in, in Jurassic Park that you know it's all about you know show show some respect you know show some respect to these um, these creatures you know and and the, and the history and all this, and and. In Jurassic World, Owen Grady's relationship with the Raptors, as he says, is based on respect. You know, like, he he approaches the Raptors, you know, at their level. He, and he, he you know, treats, them, treats them right, treats them fairly, humanely. Mm-hmm. And he gets their respect. And, you know, you know he, they, fight, they fight alongside him.
1: Do you think the writers actually, like, left that little piece open just
0: for that? It's, po- there- it's possible. It's possible that they might want to pay, like, a very subtle homage to the yeah. first film. By 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 introducing that, um, I I I think it's I think it's a little bit silly. In, Wasn't
1: the kid like chubby?
0: Yeah, he was chubby. He, but yeah, but then again, like that Chris also, Pratt was chubby. <laughs> yeah, he, on Parks and Rec, and then he got swole. Got Diesel for uh, Guardians. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that uh, like on the surface it does it does it, it, it is plausible. But I think that it's a it's a ridiculous theory in a sense that. It it tries to satisfy this really unnecessary need to connect everything in fiction. Like not every not every uh, story in like a, in a certain universe has to be interconnected on, on all levels. Like things can be sta- can stand on their own.
1: They can, but I mean, but at the same time, they can connect. But then they can um, stand alone. Like, but is it doc- like is it documented within the movie that this picks up from? Like what? Twenty years later from Jurassic Park?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do connect. I mean,
1: but as far as um, Chris Pratt being the kid from the first movie, um, I like I said, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Never got a chance to watch the movie, unfortunately. mm. Um, it's something I did want to. I did want to see it. Just didn't go see it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd say you're not missing anything. I mean, you'd, you'd probably enjoy it. Um, yeah,
1: because I'm a mouth breathing. Oh, I wasn't over rubbing popcorn munching. I wasn't gonna say all. I need to write that down. I wasn't gonna say you
0: were. Gonna, you, you, I wasn't gonna say you're a popcorn munching mouth breather. I mean, Me? why not? You said it before. I mean, I'm saying that you might enjoy this movie because you know you you tend to be more. Uh, uh, I I dare say lenient towards uh, films that are of a lesser nature.
1: In other words, I like to watch movies that to to have fun
0: you like you you like watching bad shit you like watching bad movies but um but so that's why i say jurassic world might be up your alley but you know hey, hey you, you might you might you might get some more enjoyment than i have you know that's all i'm saying
1: yeah i like to have fun i do too you're getting there I mean, I,
0: i've all i've <laughs> man i've always you're getting i've there. always been there. You're getting there i've always been there dude and you know what uh you enjoyed the
1: other guys, so you're getting there.
0: Yeah, I did. I did. I love the other guys. Still, I still love them. <laughs> Soup Kitchen. Oh, gross, <laughs> <motherfucker>. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what what Jesus. What are some of the fan theories <laughs> okay. you've got, man? <laughs> All right.
1: This one is a... Uh, this was off of uh, Reddit, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a Game of Thrones fan theory. Okay. That brand that Bran Stark is the reason why the Mad King went mad
0: mm.
1: okay let's let's hear this okay so brand so brand, who is a three eyed raven mm-hmm. he's una- he's he's um able to interact with the past yeah, so as we've seen in um that episode where he goes back to the past and he sees a young um a young Ned stark, yep and you know he just said, i forgot what he whispered to him, what he said to him, and Ned actually heard him,
0: yeah, oh he said father yeah. Yeah.
1: And then not to mention, um, Hodor mm-hmm. completely just screwed that
0: screwed Hodor up. Yeah, he did.
1: Hodor, I was, just, side, Hodor was a side character, mm-hmm. and we felt for his death. Oh yeah. We yeah. Mor- we as Game of Thrones fans mourned for his death.
0: Yeah, I, I I had a lump in my throat, man. When I when I saw that when I saw him give his life.
1: Like somebody asked me, they said you watch Game of Thrones. I was like Hodor, and it just. <gasps>
0: Hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. What's crazy about that door. moment?
1: I know we're getting off track, but what's crazy about that moment? It's like now it's just a repeated cycle.
0: Mm. A repeated cycle. It's like
1: he lit like he's just he's visualing his death. Yeah. Lives through it, dies mm. again, and it's just like he visuals death and he lives through it, dies again. It kind of like just mm. yeah. happens over and over again.
0: Yeah, it's oh, like fucking guy, Man. man. Wow. That's deep.
1: All right. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when Aries Tar- Targaryen is um when he kills Rickard and well you know who Arius Tar- Targaryen is, right?
0: Is it uh, is it Aries Targaryen? Yeah. Or is it who who which which Targaryen? That's um was he?
1: he was the mad king. Okay, yep. So when he's the one who he kills Rickard and Brandon Stark, which was Ned's brothers. Yeah. But when he was killing them, he would repeatedly say burn them all. Mm-hmm. So Bran actually goes back in time he goes back in times to warn Aris about the White about the White Walkers. hmm So when Brand written, when Brand whispers, he would actually heighten Aris's already like crazy batshit paranoia. hmm So then he would he would like constantly just say burn them all 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 which caught in that also his his which also heightens his paranoia and that it causes the war of the seven kingdoms that mm-hmm. we're still in right now mm-hmm. okay and then evidence of this fan theory goes back to goes back to the first book where brand's care- caretaker would sometimes speak to Bran as if he's one of his ancestors and the line and then the line from the book says she had lived so long enough, she had lived so long mother had told told him once that all the Brandon Starks had become one person in her head.
0: Wow hmm okay, so
1: and there's slightly evidence of that when in this past episode where Brand actually commands the ravens mm-hmm. and they go see the um." They see the what the army of the dead and the White Walkers walk forward. Yeah. And then he's like sending off warnings.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. So maybe this could lead to him in future episodes going back. Now that we know that Bran is capable of doing such a thing, mm-hmm. going back. And they're going to show, show him, you know, giving warnings to Aris and showing Aris mm-hmm. becoming... Becoming, basically becoming a Mad King.
0: Wow. Okay. So we, so that's that's actually a very tantalizing theory. Like Bran Stark being the one who drove the Mad King insane. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of like. And
1: then there's that repeated cycle that I was trying to talk, you know, that I mentioned earlier with yeah. Odor. It's going to be the same thing with the Mad King.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like Bran like whether intentionally or otherwise, unintentionally like he's the one who's causing all these massive ripples. Yeah. Uh, in the past. Wow, that's Man, that that actually that would actually make that actually makes his story and like in a stark story even even sadder than it already is. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. So, They I might hit you in the fields, didn't I? Yeah, no, it's it's giving me it's, that's actually a, a legit fan theory. I, I I can get behind that.
1: Like I said, some fan theories are legit and other ones are ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm pretty sure the one that you got coming up is ridiculous.
0: Um, this one is it's a uh, it, it's it's a bit ridiculous, but it also it also is, at the same time sounds a little intriguing. Good. Um, I, I I pulled this out from uh Entertainment Weekly. All right. Among their list of uh, ridiculous fan theories, and uh, it's a uh, it's on it's about the Simpsons. And, really? Yeah. <laughs> And it says that um, this fan theory claims that the Simpsons are actually a family of geniuses. All of them. What the fuck? So, I'm actually going to read this. Uh, This is an excerpt from uh, Entertainment Weekly, which is also, which they also got the original theory from Reddit. And, um, It says, uh, the theory puts forth that Lisa is the only member of the family who accepts her genius, while the others purposefully quash their brilliance in order to live happy lives. So, like, the rest of the family chooses to be dumb. Because, you know, the smarter you are, the more miserable you, you are, but ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. So in that wise, it says that Marge was once an amazing student, but left her academic pur- pursuits behind to become a homemaker. Correct. In regards to Homer, it was revealed that a crayon lodged in his brain, which which, which was what was suppressing his intelligence. And that was in, I think it was season 11 episode called Homer. Mm-hmm. And Homer... Instead of keeping that crayon out of his brain, he literally chooses to be dumb but happy, rather th- rather than smart and miserable. So he actually reinserts the crayon back into his brain because when he once because once he became intelligent, he realized that he was becoming way more alienating and very very cold towards others. Correct. Like he was being basically being very arrogant, and that came, and that put off a lot of people. And so Lisa, but Lisa really liked him. The intelligent version of Homer, but she realized that her father was pushing everyone away. So he, so she decided, okay, well, I'm always going to remember you as a smart, as this briefly intelligent guy that you are, that you were. But, I, but you know, this is not really you. So here's the crayon. So Homer shoves it up back in his brain. He becomes a dumbass again. <laughs> um, uh, and then, what's and, up, Jordan? Hey, what up? And then finally, in, in another episode, we see Bart who was once a gifted child but then his grades began to decline and this episode blamed it and one of the episodes blamed it on a gene that makes the male simpsons stupid and but the
1: freaking pot the pot when they put the pots on their heads and then they
0: <laughs> yeah and they ram each other like freaking rams <laughs> um and then uh, like lisa starts to be afraid that oh my god am i going through a process of dumbing? 'Cause because lisa, lisa lisa starts to fear that she's becoming stupid but then yeah. she finds out that only only the males, only the
1: yeah only the women only the women only, are yeah only the women can turn out smart but the men come on come on stupid out completely stupid yeah yeah I remember so so
0: Yeah, so it said that the episode blamed it on a gene that makes the male Simpsons stupid, but Homer's crayon incident actually disproves that. So it kind of contradicts that whole part of of the Simpsons gene. And then instead, Bart saw how happy his dad was in his life, despite his lack of intelligence, and decided to strive for happiness instead of genius. So Bart uses his brains to come up with elaborate pranks instead of schoolwork. So Bart chooses to become an underachiever. He chooses to become you know, basically a slacker and a dumbass in, in class. Because he sees that ignorance is bliss. And then Lisa, she's the only she's the most intelligent member of the family, but, you know, that you kind of see how at times how frustrated she can be, especially when dealing with Homer and dealing with other people, especially Bart who can't really meet her on her level. So that's that,
1: that's I, that's a bit intriguing.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean that that kinda it's it's intriguing but it's also depressing at the same time. It, it, yeah
1: but I wouldn't if they were all like that, then yeah. there wouldn't be no show.
0: Yeah, because it's like would I mean like would any reasonable person choose to be unintelligent, choose to be not well read and and be happy rather than be smart as hell, rather than maybe like intelligent, you're on it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more things you know, the more miserable you might be. Especially like, for example, if you if you're in po- if you have to pay attention to politics, yeah, you're miserable as hell. You know, are you, to on, <laughs> are
1: you trying to flip this? Are you trying to put my logic
0: on me? I, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to flip anything on you, man. I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, just spitballing, you know. But, but it, it, it's, it's 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 depressing because like it, it it shows that this theory kind of implies that to be truly happy, you can, you, you cannot be intelligent. You can't because if you're intelligent, you question things all the time. You ask questions. You always try to go, try to dig beneath the surface level. But if you're happy, then you know you, you can. The the the, hap, the happier you are, like the more prone you are to like say what to, to not read books because oh who got time for reading books and shit. The more prone you are to watching reality TV as, as your as your only diet of television and, and media, like the more. <laughs> the more the more ratchet forms of media the more ratchet forms of media that you're open to and and then if you come across any movie or tv show that you know tries to you know that that's unconventional and you know tries to make you ask questions then you're like oh man this shit is whack man how come it's not straightforward and all this and it's like (laughs) i am i mean i Um, mean
1: for once the super villain has agreed with us. He said nicely said, Vic. Thank you, John. You uh, missed it earlier, John. He actually agreed with you on something too.
0: Uh I already forgot what it was, so you're gonna have to listen yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that but you know, I mean The Simpsons is a is a great show. And you and, and, and you know, like uh, let's
1: they're in what, twenty five seasons now? Oh
0: no, they're like twenty eight or twenty ninth. They really yeah, they're almost approaching their thirtieth season. Almost in a couple of years. Yeah, but they
1: can do it too. The Simpsons is still legitimately funny. It is. I still catch an episode. I don't catch it as much as I used to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ma- yeah. Oh yeah. Married with Children. Married yeah. with Children's classic. Yeah. Al Bundy, man. Yo, Katie Seagal, Peggy Bundy, fine.
1: I was a Christina Applegate kind.
0: Yeah, yeah Christina Applegate. She, she. She. She's. She's. She's pretty. She's pretty. She's pretty but you know, Katie Seagal. She's. She's my. She's my heart.
1: Told you I almost met her, right? Really? Yeah. When? Um, I was actually a, because um, I had nothing to, I, I literally had nothing to do that day. So I decided to be a um, extra in the movie Bleed for this. Mm-hmm. And they shot some scenes at the Civic Center and she was there and I was, and she was like taking pictures with people, signing autographs. And then like, I was this, like this close and then she had to leave. Oh man. Uh, I, was, I was so mad.
0: Wow. That was Gemma. Mm. Oh, I mean, Sons, of, was, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. I. 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 I, I got to get back on that show. Oh, were you on that? Were you in the film Bleed for this? Can we Somewhere see in the crowd? Oh. I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen it yet. Okay. So I'll I'll try to get my hands on like a Blu-ray and kind of like go frame by frame.
1: <laughs> yeah, you would have to. It was. It was. I have to look up the fight. I have to look up the fight. But um.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's that's uh, the the Simpsons uh, fan theory.
1: Okay. i my last one. Is with uh, Titanic.
0: Okay, let's hear this one.
1: Jack never existed. What? No. <laughs> Jack never existed. I caught this one off a day. I caught it off a Daily Mail, mm-hmm. and a Reddit fan theory sa- says that Jack was merely a uh, figment of Rose's imagination, and she had a cap- she had a psychotic episode while on the ship, and Jack helped her deal. With the misery of her life, That's awesome. hmm, that she okay. So Rose, Rose hated Cal. Remember, she was forced to ma- she was being forced to marry him and all that. Yeah, he was very abusive and egotistical, and you know whatever he was a snob, he's a snobby bastard. Oh yeah, yep. So and she was she was depressed when she attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. So Jack was a Jack represented Rose's. Inner strength and his presence allowed her to fly, Mm -hmm. as she was on the ship's bow. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And remember that there is no trace of Jack whatsoever.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, like, like his remains or
1: no? There's no record of there was no record of him. You've seen the movie? I've seen the well. Well, he was he was
0: because he was a stowaway.
1: Yeah, yeah, but they still had they still had um, like he was marked in though. What, really like there there had to have been some type of record of uh, of him being a passenger on it but mm-hmm. then I but then again as I mentioned on the show before there's a story where I had a um I had a relative on the Titanic my grandfather's aunt I believe mm-hmm. and there's really no record of her being there. she was um a maid for one of the rich families and she ended up dying on the ship Mm. but um yeah there's really no records of her like being on the ship we're we're really having like a hard time finding like information on her
0: oh wow but um i
1: mean it could have been possible that he was real it's just that there was just no record because remember he was pretty much a hobo just traveling
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean I I I think I, I don't think that that theory h- quite holds holds up because like because uh, obviously other people did see him like right. like Cal like his his, his mom yeah they that's what oh, that's yeah.
1: what I was guessing too but maybe just the whole thing was just the whole situation itself was just yeah. an ima- just a figment of um Rose's imagination
0: yeah but I I I don't see the sense in that because like given like all that she went through and on the ship and. Um, you know her her budding romance with Jack. Exactly. I mean, so like, if, if it was if it was imagined, do you mean that? Tell me that she was basically finger banging herself in the car. Possibly. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I mean, basically. And, and, oh, and here's some. And here's something that actually pulls a, pulls a hole in your theory, though. <laughs> Remember, the drawing the drawing of herself nude nude on the couch is it real. It Probably wasn't really her. No, it was her. Come on, if if not her, then who? Her mom's.
1: Probably somebody
0: else, no. somebody else that they found. The
1: whole thing could have been. I mean, maybe yeah.
0: The drawing was real, so that pokes a hole in your theory right there because she still has the drawing.
1: No, she no the she no, no, didn't no. have the drawing. They no, fo- it, they found it in the remains. Yeah, right. It was
0: in the it was in a safe. Right. It was in a safe. So, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean that 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 is that is a good point. Like, I don't know how a piece of paper would survive underneath all that water pressure. Exactly. Yeah, right. but the fact remains, it was still there. Yeah, so, the picture
1: was still there, but they. It, it and was it her. Said JD, you know JD.
0: Yep, Jack Dawson. So, um, so Jack- it was just
1: an interesting one that came up. That came up. Oh I mean, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Titanic is a it, it's it's a great movie. I still watch it to this day. Oh yeah, Titanic is a modern classic. I mean, it's is it a real love story no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not a real love story. It's actually a fictional story. Yeah, um, yeah historical fiction. It's like yeah,
1: a, it's like Forrest Gump on the Titanic.
0: Yeah. Um and, and and also Titanic, uh, it's it's one of <laughs> it was uh, I mean yeah, like I said, the, the the theory doesn't it's interesting, but it doesn't hold water. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Um, and then there was well, no, you can go on, go on to yours.
0: Yeah. Um. Here's a here's an interesting uh uh th- fan theory, an MCU one. Um. And this was also from Entertainment Weekly, and this one actually does sound plausible. It says that the uh the, the fan theory posits that the that the. Uh, reality stone the infinity stone the reality stone will be used to recast characters so um so uh this is a uh, this is from uh-huh. yeah Uh so this is from Entertainment Weekly it says uh, one of the biggest questions of the MCU since the beginning has been how will it continue superheroes can continue to fight indefinitely when they're in print but live action presents much more of a challenge not only will the actors continue to age until they're no longer suited for the roles but typically actors want to focus on other projects as their careers continue as much as we might be willing to watch Robert Downey Jr. suit up and fight evil well into his 60s no we don't as an Act- Why not? Nah. As an actor, we he were will...
1: Watching, we enjoy watching Samuel Jackson. He's damn near 70. Well, yeah, he's... Actually, in the, the Hitman's Bodyguard looks real funny, by the way.
0: It does. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to catch that. <laughs> yeah. um, as an actor, uh, Robert Downey will eventually want to leave the role. Yeah. He, um, unfortunately. So uh, says that uh, while there are plenty of heroes in the Marvel Universe, a U.S. Agent movie just isn't going to have the same impact as a Captain America movie. Correct, true. Uh, the solution may already be present in the comics. The Reality Gem, the Reality Gem, has the power to grant its user control over reality. One who possesses a stone can create entirely different realities. So one theory suggests that the reality gem will be used at the end of Avengers 4 as a soft reboot of the universe, recasting longtime actors in the same iconic roles to prolong the life of the MCU. That's actually plausible. That, that is. That uh, is. So that's. I think that's how um, they can use, they can like maybe like recast Iron Man as like, Iron Woman or Ruby R- 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 Williams.
1: Williams and stuff. Amadeus yep. Cho as the Hulk, and you know the whole rebranded. Um, the Falcon does become Captain America.
0: Mm, okay. Yep. That's right. So, uh, it's it's possible. It's pos-
1: it is. It is indeed possible.
0: Yeah, and and who knows? Maybe. Um, well, this this is. Well, actually, it's not gonna happen. I was gonna say that maybe the MCU can introduce the X Men. But they're going to have to fight Fox yeah. for it. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Tyler um, Perry
1: can be the new Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Good one, John. John Aponic. Yo, Tyler Perry as a new Nick Fury, you know, I would actually go to, I would pay good money to see that. <laughs> as, mu- as much as, I mean, you know what? Here's the thing about Tyler Perry, though. Oh, here we go. And no, no, no. Here's the thing. I mean, uh, as much as I dislike the Medea character, I actually like Tyler Perry as as a as an as an actor and as a businessman i think that tyler perry he he does have he does have potential to to stretch out when if as long as he's not writing and directing his own material because he's terrible at those things but one of the, i think one of the one of the more interesting projects, projects that i heard that he's involved in is that tyler perry is going to be is going to be portraying uh oscar Micheaux. and oscar Micheaux was actually the first black hollywood director in the mm-hmm. 20s and so I think that I think that would be excellent casting. I think it would be very intriguing. So if Tyler Perry can, you know, take those kind of roles, kind of step out of his Medea lane, which should be shut the fuck down. Um
1: has gotta die sometime. I hope
0: so. Terminal cancer all the way. But um I but you, you know, I I, I, I would I would really like to see Tyler Perry take, you know, more different roles that kinda of stretch his craft stretch his acting craft, you know. Yeah,
1: what's the well he's done like other movies besides just Medea, like yeah he did
0: gone girl uh alice yeah. cross i heard was eh. yeah. yeah
1: um what was it a family <laughs> that praised was good yeah, yeah. Did, have you seen it
0: no i haven't seen you know,
1: it no you're just already shut down good,
0: good yeah good <laughs> good deeds um good yeah.
1: deeds Good Mr. Deeds. deeds was adam sandler yeah. And uh, Mr. Adams said that movie's hilarious.
0: Um he also did Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Yeah. He, yeah, with Ben Affleck. He
1: did that? Yeah.
0: He played the uh the the sh- sort of shady lawyer type publicist for Ben Affleck's character.
1: How do you spell Oscar uh, Micheaux? Name? Uh Micheaux,
0: Wait. M I C H H E A U X. Yep. H-E-A-U-X. H-E-A-U-X. Okay.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. French name. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, um, but yeah, a Tyler Perry as Nick as a new Nick Fury. I'd pay good money <laughs> to see that for God. sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Now here's a. Hot... Oh my God! The most ridiculous one I came across. Okay. You wouldn't even want to believe what it's for. All right. What's up? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm.
0: Okay. <laughs> what's 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 the fan theory? For it, this oh, one?
1: it's so stupid! It's so stupid! I can't believe somebody even actually like took this. I like Google image. It was a Google image. Mm-hmm. So, Will actually died in the fl- in the fight on the basketball court in West Philly. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> the taxi driver is actually God, who drives a rare cab. He takes Will to heaven, where he works out all his. Damn it, he works on all his issues with his wealthy aunt and uncle. Will only sees his mother and father on special occasions because that's when they come to visit his grave.
0: But that that's a that, that theory's dumb as fuck, man. I
1: I can literally post it on the Instagram Well, you pop yeah, you can zoom in on Instagram now. I wow. can literally post it on the social media and show everybody how ridiculous that was.
0: Wow, that that is a ridiculous theory. That I mean that sounds that sounds just as dumb as uh, the Grease fan theory I heard. Have you ever seen the movie Grease?
1: I I watch it when I'm at work cuz my my residents
0: enjoy it. Oh, Greece! Oh, oh yeah, Greece is an awesome. Oh yeah. Okay, all right. Same yeah, right I uh, really need to fan her down. Yeah, Greece is an awesome musical. If you haven't seen it, uh, John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. Um, apparently, um, a big fan, th- a fan theory that I came across, which is so stupid, it's it's it just beggars belief, is that uh, Olivia Newton-John's character Sandy, she actually died at the beginning <laughs> of Greece. So apparently, um. The, the the fan theory states that um uh uh where where towards towards the end of the movie well towards the end of the movie grease uh john travolta and uh, uh sandy they kind of fly off in this red convertible mm-hmm. you know if they fly off in the sky so it's kind of like a fantastical ending yeah. apparently the, 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 the fan theory suggests that the, that the ending is actually a hallucination that she's actually experiencing as her as her brain is deprived of oxygen as she's dying so so like uh-huh. so like apparently like um like the like the whole like the whole movie um was like it was like during a song uh Summer Nights which is one of the main uh, big uh, da- dance numbers um basically Danny Danny John Travolta's character and Sandy they re- they recount how they first met um and they started a whole summer fling and all this and um and the line in the song that reads I saved her life she nearly drowned Suggests that Sandy actually did drown, and the whole movie is just a whole elaborate fantasy, you know, <laughs> which is like a so, sort of like her hallucination on her way to the afterlife. She's imagining all these dance numbers. It's it's fucking dumb. Oh my god. It's it's dumber than Greece too, and Grease too was stupid.
1: <laughs>
0: I wouldn't know. Yeah, Grease is the word, child.
1: I got an- I got another one that's pretty ridiculous for you. All right. I, well, this one is actually well once you once I get to the last line, it's pretty much meant to be stupid, okay, Peter Pan was an angel that held kids' hands when they were on their way to heaven, which was neverland. Mm-hmm. that's why they never grew up. All those kids were dead, boom, childhood ruined
0: what- that's that's darkest shit, man <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on man
1: this is this. this I remember posting that and Angela, shout out to Angela. She was like, "No."
0: No, <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, she got mad at me for that one. I mean, I mean Peter Pan is a, it's a wholesome it's a wholesome story, man. Come on. I mean, they're yeah, the, I know. the kids don't grow up, but you know they just retaining their childhood innocence. You know Rufio, man? Oh, that that was Hook.
1: Still pretty much the same movie. Yeah. Still the same story. Man.
0: You know Hook, you know Hook gets a Hook gets a fairly bad rap for being kind of whack, but you know what? I have a soft spot for it. Have you seen it? It was fun.
1: I mean, yeah. I watched it when I was a kid, and I'd probably like only once or twice. Yeah,
0: it's it's a fine movie, Not as
1: much as the other movie. Yeah, it's. Oh, and I there was one I did another another theory. Well, it was set on The Simpsons. And I was like, wow.
0: Hmm, what's this?
1: Well, if you date back to the original, um, the the original comic books, I think it was Harvey Comics, I wrote. Them. Yeah. Casper the Friendly Ghost is actually the ghost of Richie Rich. Really? If you actually look at the com- if you actually look at the comics, they were like drawn literally the same, hmm. except that one was a ghost and another one was human.
0: Well, I mean, I guess maybe back in those days, you know, to, everybody be... kind
1: of drew everybody like the same.
0: Yeah, kind of like artistic shorthand because yeah. it's a mass produced so many. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see why that would be the case. But okay, <laughs> all right, there it is. So, any other uh, fan theories? Nah, that's, it.
1: No, that's that. That's it. I only came up with those three good ones and hmm. a couple of uh, ridiculous ones. Yeah. So you know, this was actually a pretty fun topic. I told you, You fucking closed-minded assholes.
0: What? Yo, yo, what the, who the I fuck? I f- assholes. Yeah. So that
1: includes Maurice and Harris as well.
0: Well, shit, man. You you lump me into you lump me with that bunch. Listen, <laughs> I am I am I am open-minded as they come. You know right?
1: Then read. Black privilege, black oppo- black privilege opportunity comes to those who create it.
0: Now nah, I'm good. See, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, but no, your point hasn't been proven. But anyway, um, uh, what are what are some of your uh ridiculous fan theories that you've come across? Uh, or whatever, even
1: good ones.
0: Or even good ones, yeah. Something that's that's something that sounds legit and plausible. You know, whatever it is, email the show at Codex at Gmail dot com, and uh, you know, let us know what you think.
1: All right. On to question of the week.
0: All right, let's hear it.
1: Okay, so last week's, what is your favorite TV theme song?
0: hmm
1: uh, So we got a very few on our Facebook. Uh, Linda McDonald says, the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Jason Salinger says, in search of, hosted by Leonard Nimoy, also Doctor Who's circa 1977.
0: Mm, some vintage ones.
1: And Eddie Ortiz, has a kid. Power Rangers.
0: Oh, of course, of course. All right. Any All other right.
1: ones? Uh, no. That's it for last week. So this week,
0: uh-huh.
1: what mo- What was a movie that made you fall asleep in the
0: theater? Damn, fall asleep in the theater. Well, okay. Um, it didn't. I I nodded off because this this I didn't fall asleep uh, full on, but this movie. Was so fucking boring, so frustrating, so irksome that it's it,
1: going to be a movie that everybody likes.
0: No, it's thankfully it's not. It's a movie that it, it turned into a two. It turned into a two hour and thirty minute struggle to stay awake. It was Paul Thomas Anderson's film, The Master. Oh, okay, I never heard of it. Yeah, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix and the late Philip Seymour Hoffman and Amy Adams. This, I, listen, I, 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 I love Paul Thomas Anderson as a director. Like, There, there Will Be Blood with Daniel Day Lewis is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Punch Drunk Love, Adam Sandler's mm-hmm. best film. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and also his first film, A Heart Eight, Paul Thomas Anderson's debut. The Master was boring as fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, th- this movie this movie was supposed to be like a, a like a whole inspired by like Scientology like Paul, like like uh Joaquin Phoenix plays this guy who huffs paint thinner and he chronically masturbates and then he runs into um Philip Seymour Hoffman's character who's like this cult leader who's a, who's who's like a supposed like this quasi um uh uh riff of L. Ron Hubbard who was the founder of Scientology and their whole and the whole religion is called the cause and the whole movie is like like it has a really interesting premise of like just how deep will Joaquin Phoenix's character fall into the cause but the whole movie how it unfolds man it, it unfolds in such an in such a in such a shitty obtuse manner that it, it's a film that is 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 so in love with itself it's so in love with itself that it doesn't it, it doesn't bother bother to be coherent it doesn't bother to make any fucking sense there's a there's, there's one goddamn scene in the goddamn movie where all these there all these fat fat you know, old men and women are dancing naked, butt ass naked to some, to some old 40s or 50s record. Tell them why you mad, Vic. And, and then, and then you have scenes where Joaquin Phoenix is be- beating off on the beach, <laughs> huffing paint thinner, and then, Sounds like a good time. It's, it's and, then, and then you have one scene where Amy Adams is beating off Philip Seymour Hoffman in the bathroom. That's a, good, that's a hell of a time. This movie's, this, this, the, the, you know what, fuck the master. The, the the master is such a fucking come down from there will be blood and you know what I and and you know what I, I from what I hear his his Paul Thomas Anderson's film after that incoherent incoherent vice or rather inherent vice isn't much better so I'm hoping and I and and and, and I am even praying I'm not a religious man but I'm even praying You're doing that a lot lately that yeah I know I'm just, figure of speech. I'm hoping and wishing that Paul Thomas Anderson's next film which comes out this year, Phantom Thread, which is Daniel Day-Lewis's final feature, I hope that it's a ret- that it's going to be a return to form of the Paul Thomas Anderson that I know and like because his last two films or, or rather his last film that I've seen The Master is fucking trash, man. Fucking boring as shit. I almost fell asleep in the theater. And you know what? when once Once that movie ended, there was an elder, elderly couple sitting in front of me and um and the, the husband turned to his wifes like, "Hey, what did you think of the film when the, once the credits rolled and the and the old woman was like, "Well, that movie fucking sucked. I
1: love it when old folks cuss.
0: yeah and I was like, "You said it, sister and then like when I walked outside the 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 the, the auditorium, I saw the the, the husband who was standing in front of the bathroom, I guess he was waiting on his wife. he looked at me and I looked at him, and we exchanged a look he was like He was like, what the hell was that shit? And I'm like, you said it. You said it, sir. I I wish I had the answers. So, yeah, The Master. Fuck that movie.
1: Okay. Well, mine's uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil.
0: Mm. Really? It bored you that much?
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. Luckily, I was working at a movie theater at the time, Mm -hmm. so I got to see it for free.
0: Okay, yeah. Good for you.
1: and uh y'all gonna be y'all about to be mad at me for this one okay find a nemo get the f- deadpool.
0: okay jen said deadpool she fell asleep on deadpool <laughs> you didn't say that
1: i, I said fighter
0: devo tell me you did not just say that i did you fell asleep on motherfucking I fell, Finding Nemo. Nemo. You get the fuck out of here! Listen, <laughs> Finding Nemo is a Pixar masterpiece. It is a classic. That film. Yeah, just, that film is so good. I don't good.
1: hate the movie. I just fell asleep on it when I went to go see it. Well, when I watched it. Okay, so. Wait, no, I didn't see that one in the theater, so I, that didn't. count. Okay, but, so, I did, but whenever I do, whenever I did watch it with like my little cousins or whatever, I would fall asleep on it.
0: Okay, so you fell asleep because it was, you
1: were na- it was a nap time movie.
0: It's not a nap time movie. It's For a legitimate. Them. It's a legit. It so yo, you, you yo, nap. you, yo, you need to sit your ass down and watch Finding Nemo because that movie did. is the shit.
1: I eventually did.
0: You watched the whole movie? Yes. What did you think of the movie? It
1: was
0: nice. Okay, good. Because I'm about to say, because if, you if you're sitting here talking about, oh, I fell asleep on Finding Nemo because I was so bored by it. Oh, no, I wasn't talking that bored, f-
1: I'm just saying, I remember falling asleep on Finding Nemo. Oh, Talking
0: Fish. Who does that? Let me tell you something right now. Man. It been, it been, Dude,
1: I grew up loving the Ninja Turtles.
0: You think I would be pissed off with Talking Fish? Yo, listen, man. It would, uh, yo, I, I would, yo, it, it would have been a problem up in here, yo, son. No, it wouldn't. Real talk, man. Yo, you, you, you cannot dump on Finding Nemo, son. And okay. Finding Dory, yo. That's what's up too. But Finding Nemo was a better film. Yeah, but you
1: cried. I didn't cry at Finding you Dory. You said you cried at Finding Dory. I teared
0: up a little bit. I teared up just a little bit. Wuss. I couldn't help it. Yo, Wuss. there was a whole row of He'd dudes There was a whole row of dudes behind me watching Finding Nemo. They were tearing up too. So yo, that movie hits you in the feels. Sure. I ain't soft, man.
1: Any well. Well, our question of the week will be on our, Insta- in our on our Instagram and the rest of our social media. So you can hit us up and let us know. Let us know what movie did you go? Did you fall asleep at the movie theater? Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. So uh, let us know. Let us know how, how wrong Carl is at Codex Prime Podcast <laughs> at Gmail Uh, where they can where can the good people find us? Everywhere. Everywhere. That's uh, <laughs> SoundCloud, iTunes. YouTube, YouTube, Google Play, yes. Facebook,
1: Instagram, Twitter. Actually, Victor's going to be Twitter. He's gonna be on Twitter like a motherfucker this weekend.
0: Yes. Uh, this weekend is SummerSlam weekend. So next Tuesday, we're going to be talking about breaking down SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. So I'm going to be live tweeting both shows. And uh, next week, we're going to be talking about uh, SummerSlam and NXT. Get some wrestling talking.
1: Breaking that down.
0: Yeah, man. So uh, yeah. So be sure to join us on, join me on the, uh, on the live Twitter streams thingy
1: and catch me on the, uh, damn, I already forgot the name of (laughs) it on the Grio app where I'll be having some discussions about, I don't know, whatever comes to, whatever comes to mind. I'll probably do that like at least once, once or twice a week, whatever pops up. And I would like to hear what y'all think. So download the Grio app iPhone users.
0: Yeah, iPhone users, because y'all think y'all better than us. No, you're not. But anyway, I uh, got
1: that app first.
0: Yeah, whatever. But yeah, uh, you
1: guys had Jay Z's Magna Carta first.
0: We did. Yeah. For Android.
1: Yeah, uh, Samsung users.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess tit for tat. But uh, but yeah. Um, that's about it. Uh, thank you for tuning in on Facebook Live and uh, SoundCloud. If you're listening to us later, we will catch you on the flip next week. Peace out, nerds.
1: Later.